Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Last night, Senator Ted Cruz and I, after they finished with the whistleblower testimony in Congress, uh, did a two-part sit-down conversation with James Comer. I'm coming to you live this morning uh, from Washington, D.C., and we were up until the a.m. hours. Uh, it, my, my producer was up. I don't even know if he's gone to sleep yet, so I apologize to him as we are doing this right now. Because this interview was so shocking. This interview was so important. Uh, this is an interview that we ne- that needed to take place for you to understand exactly what has happened with the whistleblowers. Now, the whistleblowers, just so you understand, uh, is are, are came forward, and they are some of the most brave people that I've ever seen. They're risking their entire careers. They're risking their lives. To come forward. And what we learned about these new whistleblowers is that they are both Democrats, okay? They are not partisan hacks. These aren't Republicans that are saying they want to get revenge on Trump or, 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 excuse me, on Biden and the Biden, you know, regime. These are Democrats who said they weren't allowed to do their jobs and they are angry that they weren't allowed to do their jobs. Now, I'm going to give you a couple different teasers here so you understand how shocking what you're about to hear is. We learned that there are more Biden family members from James Comer that have gotten money than we knew before. We also learned from James Comer that there's more countries that dirty and shady money and bribes came from. We also learned from James Comer through these whistleblowers that apparently payments went to the Biden crime family directly from the Chinese Communist government. Not, not. I want to be clear. We're not talking about money coming in through a company that's connected with the Chinese Communist government. We're talking about direct wire transfers, money laundering into Biden LLC bank accounts. They put these shell companies up that do nothing. And the money was flowing in from the Chinese Communist government. Now, I'm going to play for you some chunks of what was said. And you can download uh, Verdict with Ted Cruz. You can hear the, uh, the as I co-host this show with him. 
Part one is out. Part two will be out on Friday. But I want you to hear a, a, a substantial amount of what was said on this show. Listen. So I just want to start by, by asking what happened today. If someone someone's busy, they're, they're driving to work. It's Thursday morning. They're driving to work. They didn't have time to turn on the TV yesterday. They didn't watch the testimony. So what did they miss? What happened in the House of Representatives on Wednesday? Well, I think we had a very substantive hearing on a very serious subject. The subject was the Biden criminal activity. And the two witnesses we had were, uh, I think, the most credible witnesses we've had in front of the Oversight Committee in the entire seven years I've been in Congress. These were the two highest ranking IRS career employees uh, from the International Tax Crime Division. So these were the guys that investigate all the suspicious wires, uh, all the foreign influence, uh, any type of tax evasion from foreign entities, the influx of uh, illegal Chinese money. These are the guys that do that. And they're part of an elite team, and there are only 12 on this team. So wow. this, was, this was two of the 12, one-sixth of the entire international tax fraud team for the IRS. And what they had to say was very concerning because I never knew over the past six months whether or not the IRS even knew about the shell companies yeah. that the Bidens had, if they even knew about all the suspicious activity reports that Treasury had that showed that the Bidens were laundering money through shell companies, through various banks, you know, pretty serious accusation. We've been talking about this, and the Democrats have said, well, there's no evidence, uh, there, that's not true, that's fake news, Russian disinformation. So we finally had two whistleblowers come forward. They gave a transcribed interview to the Ways and Means Committee, which is the appropriate process. They're the ones, as you know, in the House that has jurisdiction over the IRS. Then uh, they agreed to come to a committee hearing for the House Oversight Committee. So the American people got to see today a six-hour hearing with 50 members of Congress, uh, each having six minutes uh, to ask these these Irish whistleblowers questions. And there were substantive questions on the Republican side. Now, the Democrats, all they thought about was Trump yep. and yeah. racism and, and things like that. <laughs> but we asked very substantive questions. And what we learned was that the Bidens ha- have, create, ha- have committed a series of crimes. Uh, there were many more tax evasion issues than what Hunter Biden mm-hmm. pled guilty to. Mm-hmm. The IRS whistleblowers had investigated this for five years, and they were told to stand down by the Department of Justice. And what happened is they took so long, they let a lot of the statutes and limitations expire to where the penalties that the Bidens were going to have to plead guilty to kept shrinking and yep. shrinking and yep. shrinking until there was nothing left. Yep, and so, Hunter, Hunter yep. serving zero j- jail time. That's right, zero jail time. Anyone else in America would already be in prison for the amount of money they evaded. All right, so let's start at an initial point. These two whistleblowers, look, an initial assessment you've got to make, the House of Representatives has to make, if we see an impeachment trial, the Senate has to make, and ultimately the American people have to make, is are these guys credible? Are they telling the truth? If they're lying, right. that, that's not very persuasive. And so if you're trying to assess, all right, are these credible witnesses, one of the questions you ask is, do they have a bias? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a witness who is, say, a disgruntled employee that got right. fired, sometimes they make up all sorts of crazy exactly. stories. If you have a witness who's a partisan, maybe they're, uh, you know, a hardcore Republican, they hate Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and so they'll come in and, and right. testify to something nasty because they've mm-hmm. got a political bias. 
So one of the things that I think is striking is that both of these guys, they're career IRS employees. They've spent their entire professional life working at the IRS. Mm -hmm. They're both Democrats. Uh, Neither of them are partisan Republicans. I, I don't know if anyone asked today, but I suspect neither of them voted for Donald Trump. I think that's a good suspicion. Um, you know, they've, they've said they're Democrats. Mm-hmm. They've identified right. as Democrats. The number of career IRS employees who are Democrats who voted for Donald Trump, if that's not zero, it's pretty darn close. Very close. So that suggests there's not a reason on the face to doubt what they're right. saying. They, they still might be lying. You, you've got to test what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Anyone that comes forward with serious allegations of criminality, and to be clear, what they've alleged is criminality by Hunter Biden. But look, if we were just talking about Hunter Biden, he is a troubled soul. Mm-hmm. He has substance abuse issues. If it were just Hunter Biden, this wouldn't be national news. Mm-hmm. But they're also alleging criminal conduct by Merrick Garland, the oh. attorney general of the United States under Joe Biden. And they are ultimately alleging criminal conduct by Joe Biden, the okay. sitting president of the United States. They were. And they were headed towards Joe. They wanted to interview Hunter. They wanted to interview Joe Biden's grandchildren. They when, were when te- you say they, so people understand, yeah. who is they? They is yeah, who are the two witnesses? The, 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 there were more than two. There were seven that were set to interview Joe, uh, Hunter Biden and his children. So they had a plan in they place. They had a plan. It was IRS employees as well as FBI employees. So were they working together or separately? They were working understand? together. So they all had come together. They'd all agree that they should be they interviewed. They've gotten to the point to where they we need to knock on his door and say, hey, wh- where is all this? What's the source of this money? What, why, what did you do to receive this money uh, from hold our on a second. enemies? You, you said we're going to knock on, on his door. One of the things that I found really stunning is what the testimony was that they're getting ready to knock on Hunter Biden's door. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing an investigation, you go knock on a suspect's door. You want to interview them. You want to right. catch them off guard. You want to right. get them to say exactly. something they're not expecting. Mm-hmm. Like you want them to, to, to get them to say something stupid. Because right. the sad thing is criminals really are stupid. Right. They say all sorts of dumb things. Right. What's crazy is that w- these whistleblowers told the story that they were not allowed to knock on Hunter Biden's door, even though they had probable cause and overwhelming evidence to then interview him. And what happened? The deep state tipped off Hunter Biden and the president and the Secret Service to make sure that never could happen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Let me also tell you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. Have you been saving a long time for retirement? Well, if you have, you've probably been really stressed out over the last year with interest rates have been skyrocketing, inflation issues, bank failures, uh, and people that have actually lost some money in their retirement accounts. If you aren't invested and diversified in gold, you should check out Augusta Precious Metals. Augusta Precious Metals, they're just different. They'll even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. They give you the facts about gold and precious metals. It's all about protecting your IRA and protecting your 401k in this crazy economy. And it's so important if you're in retirement or close to retirement because there's no time to make up losses. Now, if you've had those losses, you know what I'm talking about. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look at their free guide that they'll send you. And they'll do a one-on-one conference with you to talk about your financial portfolio. Both are filled with economic insights, and their gold IRA info will give you peace of mind of knowing that, hey, you can protect your hard-earned dollars. 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com, or 877, the number four, gold IRA. So... What did the whistleblowers tell us happened that is unusual when they're getting ready to hunt, knock on Hunter's door? The Secret Service, because at the time they were going to knock on Hunter's door, was at the point where Joe Biden had just got elected president. So he had Secret Service protection, and he had the transition team. Mm-hmm. The Secret Service was notified that Hunter Biden was about to be approached by IRS and FBI employees, and then the Biden transition team was approached. Then the Biden lawyers called Hunter Biden, and uh, then they called the FBI agents and the IRS agents and said, don't knock on that door. If he wants to come out, he'll come out and talk to you. Just wait. Well, they waited and and nothing ever happened, and then they were told to go home. So they were there at his house. They were there at his house. So let me underscore, the Department of Justice tipped off Hunter. Mm -hmm. Hey, they're coming to question you. And Hunter called in his lawyers and they said, don't talk to him. Right. Don't go outside. Like, in any other circumstance, if you're investigating criminal conduct, do you tip off the suspect no. beforehand? And they said that today. No. They said that never happened in their decade-long service to the IRS. When they were told to go home, who told them to go home? Their superior at the IRS. Was that unprecedented from unprecedented. their testimony? They said that never happened before. All right, you talked about suspicious activity reports, mm-hmm. and there's been some discussion of this. Look, if you're at home, you're watching TV, you're trying to figure out what these are. What is a suspicious activity report, and, and like, when is it made? When does it occur? I knew a lot about these because I was the director of a bank for over a decade. Uh, a suspicious activity report is when the bank files notice with the Treasury Cabinet that they suspect their client has committed a crime. doesn't mean they committed a crime. They, they have a strong suspicion that a crime was committed, so it's to protect the bank as well. 
So how frequently do these things happen? Very seldom, despite what the Washington Post or in their defense of the Biden, they say, well, everybody has a suspicious activity report. That is baloney. I was on a bank board for 10 years. I think we issued two over the course of, of 10 years. And, and how many were, were issued concerning Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the Biden family? Over 170. They were, they were direct. Wait, you were on a bank and they issued two in, in 10 how many years? years? If, you issue, if you had two SARS, they're called SARS in, in the banking industry. If you had two SARS against you, it would be hard for you to open an account somewhere. There wouldn't be any bank that would want to uh, have you as a customer because it's not worth the paperwork. Remember, when the bank files one of these, you can understand this, appreciate this, Senator. That's inviting the regulators to come in and regulate. Okay, that's the last thing the bank. So, want. 170 get filed. That means that somebody's getting a deposit in their account. It's a big amount. It's from somewhere suspicious. I mean, what triggers it? Why uh, you're a banker? Uh, what is it that makes you say we got to file, file a SAR? A large transaction that comes out of the blue. So and what's had, large? So what, what is there a well, threshold? You had you had a mil, I'll use the Robinson Walker account because we subpoena, that was the first bank okay. account we subpoenaed. Now who's Robinson Walker? Rob Walker was one of the associates that they used to uh, funnel money from China and then and Romania and then down and launder it down to the Biden. So he's a guy that's doing business with Hunter and Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay. We don't know what that business is, yeah. but they got a $3 million wire from, from China. So this... So one wire, $3 million. $3 million. Now, remember, we got the bank records for 10 years. That bank account never had... You never got a $3 million wire? No, but I want one. Well, what this is... is no, not right. Yeah, okay. Okay, he this called the Chinese. Look, Ben is a charming guy, <laughs> yeah. and, and he would like $3 million. <laughs> yes. He's not going to do a damn yeah. thing. No, you don't have to work for $3 million, apparently. So, so this account never had much activity in it over the course of 10 years, maintained around a forty dollars or $50,000 balance. Then one day, out of the blue, they get a $3 million wire from China. And so their bank says, this is weird. Yes. And it's coming from China. Like yes. on the face of it, right. it's You know wire. it's coming from China. Yeah. And he'd never gotten a foreign wire before. And there's $3 million in a, in a in an account that's never had more than fifty thousand, some months you know it had ten thousand dollar balance, but but never more than fifty thousand. Then all of a sudden, a three million dollar wire. And then what happens to that three million dollars when it lands? Twenty four hours later, because that's the minimum amount of time you can uh, you you have to have a uh, deposit in the bank for at least like the wire hours. needs to right. clear. Yeah, it needs to clear. Yeah. Twenty four hours and two minutes later. He starts. Are wired. you serious? Yes. Like really, yes, twenty-four hours much, and two much, minutes. Yes. Maybe an hour. Give me an okay. hour. And go. All right. All right. I, I just, it okay. was more than two minutes. It was like fifty-six minutes. Okay, nineteen Pinocchios because yeah, right. you added fifty right. minutes. Know, fifty minutes to it. So, but it's just after twenty-four. Just after hours. twenty-four okay. hours, the next day they start wiring incremental payments to different Biden shell companies. So, how many Biden shell companies? And, and you are know what there? that's called when you set up a bunch of shell companies. For the sole purpose to launder money, that's called racketeering. We're going to get into what racketeering means, how this was working, these shell companies and what jobs and what businesses they weren't actually doing. They were companies that they set up, LLCs, that did nothing. They sold nothing. They didn't do any business. It was to launder money and racketeering. We keep hearing about suspicious activity reports. What is that? Mm -hmm. 
like a shell company. What is a shell company? Yeah, explain, you, hear, yeah. you hear shell company right. and like, what does that mean? And, for well, some- and explain the shell companies connecting to money laundering, okay. how those two right. come together. Because a lot yep. of people that hear this, but they don't understand why you need so many of them right. and why you would siphon money into multiple right. shell companies. I come from the banking background. And yeah. I, I no, but, but this is, people want to know this. For me. I mean, it's, it has a double-edged sword there, but a shell company is a fake company. Okay. It's a company that. So it's not a real business. It's not, it's not making they widgets. They don't make it's not anything. They don't produce anything. They don't provide a good or service. Okay. They're just. It's you, just you a corporate could, entity that's could, created on we paper. We could go to the Texas or Kentucky Secretary of State and file a company in two minutes that says uh, Cruise and Comer Energy Company. But that doesn't mean we have an energy company. Right. We just have an LLC, limited liability company, that says we're a energy company. So they just create these fake companies. And how many are we talking about? 20. 20? 20. So 20 different Biden fake companies. They don't have factories. No. They don't have machinery. They don't, they don't have estate, products. They don't, they don't own have real estate. Website, they, they don't, don't have, have a business card. They don't so have employees. 20 companies. They don't have a storefront. They have nothing. nothing. Okay. They're, they're just... So it, and so that's where the laundering... Yes. So explain how you launder money and how that works. Money laundering is, is hiding money. You're, you're hiding the source of the money and you're uh, deceiving the, interna- the Internal Revenue Service to try to evade taxes. So... If if the Hunter Biden was doing something legitimate for China, they could have just wired the money to Hunter Biden, but they didn't. They they sent it to a company called Robinson Walker. Then they wired it to a company called Owasco. Then they wired it to a comp- another company called Bohe something or another. And then they start. And do these companies do anything with it? Or they're just it's, it's just it's just, just like a bucket to pour yes, the water yes. in. They pour it in another That's place exactly and pour it somewhere it else. That's exactly what it is. And it was organized. This is like organized crime. This was very organized. So how did you unwind this? So you're sitting there doing a congressional investigation. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to hide it, presumably right. they make it hard to figure mm-hmm. out. So so what enabled you to 20 shell companies? How do you figure this out and connect right. the dots? Well, there was a we had a good start. Your colleagues, uh, Grassley and Johnson, had done a report. Uh, Miranda Devine had written a book. There were several good reporters that have been investigating on this for a long time. We took pieces of that, and then when I became chairman and got subpoena power, then I was able to actually subpoena bank records. And and the banks cooperated. The, most of the banks have cooperated. It's getting harder because here's what happened. Everyone on cable news, uh, some people that uh, I don't think are as smart a legal mind as you, Ted, uh, we're Thank we're giving you. me lots of advice on what to do. The first thing they need to do on day one is is subpoena Hunter and Joe Biden. I didn't do that, and I think that would have been a huge mistake. Oh. I think that's what they thought I would do. If I had done that, it would have ended up in court. Then if I had subpoenaed some of these bank accounts, the bank would have said, we can't give that to you because there's ongoing litigation. Right. So what we did... So on you day started one, by gathering evidence. We started by subpoenaing bank records for shell accounts. Now, some of these companies had been abandoned because they never were real companies. Yeah, they never they sold anything, they never did anything. They hide the money they were getting from China and Romania and Ukraine. So those bank accounts... So, so let me stop you real quick. Are those the three countries that are involved? So far. China, Romania, and Ukraine. But all three of them, you've got payments from China, 
from Romania and Ukraine going to Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, or the Biden family. Is yes. that right? Not to Joe Biden yet, but to uh, everyone else in the Biden family. How many Bidens have the, have you identified that have gotten money nine, so far? Nine. And I and, think, and, and, I and think when you say identify. More. Yeah, what's the, so what is, the, what's the, the criteria? Nine, I've heard the number 12. So, so what's the, why We nine, actually why have nine. Uh, so you we're, proved nine. We've proved nine. I'm, I would bet a lot of money. If I were on the craps table, I would put odds behind three more members of the family. When you, find, when you say there's nine... The, the reason is that nine? Four, we haven't gone after the brother yet. And, yeah, the, and brother, by the, way, the brother's Jim. That's Joe, Joe's Jim brother. Jim and Frank. Don't forget about Frank. There's I, I had brothers. forgotten about Frank. Yeah. Okay. So I hear about Jim. All right. So Joe, how many, Joe has two brothers? Two brothers. And so I got to say, one of the things I've wondered, in fact, I was having dinner with some folks tonight who asked me, they said, okay, Hunter's been indicted. What about Jim? Like, what, what about Jim? Yeah. Jim was the big dog of this entity before Hunter Biden came along, you correct? You know why Jim's not in the, in the news right now? He didn't leave a laptop laying around. But I'll tell you what Jim has done. He's in court in about four or five different states being sued by former partners for fraud. Really? Yes. Why has that not been covered? Well, you tell me. So we'll get to the point to where we'll start subpoenaing his bank records. I think some of these cases, part of the so reason the we can't get 12, it because he's in litigation. All right, the night. nine or 12, you've got Hunter, you've got Jim and Frank, that's three. Who are we talking about as the rest? Who, who are the other players? The other players are uh, Frank, Frank's wife. So Frank's wife. Uh-huh. And, and we believe that Jim's got family members, too, that may have received wires. And then, you know, ultimately... With Joe, I suspect there are offshore accounts. And we kind of learned that today. One of the last so questions. So what's the evidence of offshore accounts that you learned today? There are the IRS whistleblowers confirmed when I asked if they had documents pertaining to foreign accounts, and they said they did. Wow. But they couldn't turn them over to us. They have to go through that process and turn it over to the Ways and Means Committee. And I requested they do that, and they said they would. All right, let me say this real quick. If you want to hear the rest of this interview, you got to download Verdict with Ted Cruz wherever you get your podcasts. There's going to be part one, which obviously you just heard part of it today. And I hope you are as angry and as shocked as I am right now on that, number one. Number two, uh, we're going to have part two come out tomorrow. So you need to listen to that part as well. Uh, This entire podcast, download it wherever you get your podcasts. My takeaway from today is this. You have a government that has decided that the Biden crime family must be protected at all costs. You have Joe Biden, who's had a long history of getting involved in his family's business dealings, and that is selling access. They're not selling another product. They have countless shell companies, fake companies set up that do nothing. So the only thing that their, their product is delivering favors from the United States government. That is the business. They're not selling coffee. They're not even selling drugs. They're not selling any item. What they are selling, they don't have a storefront. These businesses and LLCs will be set up and then 3 million comes in and then 2 million comes in and then 5 million comes in and then a million comes in. And then they funnel that money to other shell companies, racketeering, 
is what this was described as. The only product they had was they were selling access to Joe Biden, the kingpin, and then Joe Biden would deliver government favors. A perfect example of the government favors that he delivered was $10 million from that corrupt Ukrainian oligarch that owned Burisma. He paid $10 million so that the favor was Joe Biden flying over to Ukraine and telling Ukraine, we're not going to give you the billion dollars, which is a significant amount of money, to Ukraine. Ukraine's economy, their GDP, everything is very different than the United States of America. A billion dollars to them is like, I don't know, a trillion dollars to us. It is huge. And that Russian oligarch, or I should say that Ukrainian oligarch, said, I'll give you $10 million, but you got to get the prosecutor fired. And what did Joe Biden say in public? His words, son of a bitch. They fired him after he demanded them fire that prosecutor that was looking into Burisma for corruption and fraud. He got him fired by holding American dollars, your tax dollars, away from Ukraine as a government. They said, all right, we need the money too bad. Fine, fire the prosecutor that Joe Biden is demanding that we fire And then that's why they paid him $10 million, because he was delivering that. That's racketeering, money laundering, and a crime syndicate. This is is criminal activity at the highest levels, and America was being bought off left and right by our adversaries for favors from the United States government, and they paid Joe Biden and his family to do it. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.